There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. All right, you guys, it is Black History Month, people! February is here. It's love and it's Black History Month. So, okay, guys, here's my question. If you could, and we could because it's our podcast, but if you could shout out somebody who made Black History right now, who would it be? Frank! Uh, Malcolm X. Malcolm X. He's from my hood, man. He's from Harlem. You know, it's not too far away from uh, the Heights. And I used to pass by where he was assassinated, which, of, which coincidentally is where I met Juan Bago in uh, early 2000. Uh, it's up by 165th and Broadway. So, yeah, Malcolm X. That's is that like brother. one of your first date spots? Yo, this is where uh, Malcolm X got assassinated, mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, which was one block away from my uh, PS128 where I went to elementary school. Interesting. Well, yeah. uh, I'll go. I am going to say who you all think I'm going to say, and that is Beyonce. Oh, really? <laughs> Come on, guys. She's my everything. She's my morning, afternoon, evening, and she's making so much history. Music, mama, mogul. She's the three M's, y'all. Come on, son. Ain't nobody messing with Beyonce. Oh, and she inspired me to be a queen bee myself. That's what I thought. Honorary queen bee. Yeah. Thank you. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Okay. And uh, how about you, Jamie? Um, I'm gonna shout out. I'm gonna shout out this season's uh. Bachelor. He's the first black bachelor, y'all. Wow. Matt, and y'all know I'm a you know I'm Bachelor Nation right here. Um Matt James, gotta give him props. Um, you kind wow. of he's kind of boring, I ain't gonna lie, you know, as far as a bachelor, he's just kind of like this boring personality. But he's making history, yo. Okay, so you know, and he's probably gonna end up with, you know, one of these like kind of a blonde white girl eventually. So Like one of those Even more props. Boys. He's making history and he's crossing racial racial lines. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just wanted to really use the hashtag Blackchiller. Do you think he's he'd be cool with that? Because that's, like that. that's historical. It might be pushing back the the culture a little bit, Rachel. I don't know. Oh my bad. I'm just not on Black to History Month. Yeah. Um, in March though, may, you can definitely do it though. But in February, maybe not use that. Word, Fine. Word. March first. Hashtag Blackchiller. The Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yo, 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 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> right? A little different, a little higher pitch, different tonality. Okay. Different approach to the yo's. I'm in a different setting, new acoustics. Hi, everyone. Uh, this is the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Nice. Um, and I happen to be your friend to the end, Rachel La Loca. Okay. Um, and I'm your dude. Your dude with a tood? I don't know. I'm trying to find it. Ooh, I like it. I like I it. I think but I maybe tood. use that before you do with a tood. I mean, hey. <laughs> but it's a it's a good tood. It's a positive tood. It's a positive not like an tood. attitude. Yeah. No, no, no. It's more like, you know, a motivating tood. Anyway, I love Frank. it. Empowerment. Yeah. Tood tood. Uh, this is Frank Spiracy Nibs right here, y'all. Coming from the heights. You know how we do. Yes, son. <laughs> fresh off the fresh off the fifty fade. You know okay. What I'm <laughs> Um, Rachel, you were, what is this? What is this whole you're in a new environment? Uh, yeah, what's that about? I am. I uh, talking about t- taking some steps backwards. I moved back in with my parents. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. millennial style. Let's go. Oh, my God. I am actually so this is OK. This is weird. I'm in my parents house right now. And what you're seeing in the background is like the new learning annex. Since both kids are doing remote school, so we set up the basement here, which used to be my playground. I used to live here. Like when, I mean, obviously I lived here, but when I started to come of age, you know, have starting to have sex and shit, like mm-hmm. I moved downstairs in oh, the basement because it's a separate entrance. It's like a little apartment. We hooked it up. It's got its own bathroom. You know what I'm saying? So Rachel, you ever bought those in there when you were younger? I mean, Frank, now that I'm an adult, I can honestly say, yes, of course I did. Numerous. What? Wait, so when you said this used to be your playground, you meant sex playground? <laughs> I didn't say my dungeon, although it is a basement. And there or were maybe, some- look, maybe maybe it was just a four playground. You know what I mean? Maybe, <laughs> maybe you didn't go all the way. There were definitely a lot of instances of not going all the way because, you know, I was young when I lived down here. But oh, shit. <laughs> that's where I'm at. I'm back home. It's temporary. Uh, they're doing some stuff in my apartment. The kids are remote and the snowstorm. And it just all pointed to mm. me coming back here. So wow. here I am back home in my pajamas in the basement here where I belong. Snowstorm. Wow. So yeah, snowstorm, and we're in New York. Snowstorm, two thousand twenty-one. And so wait, Rachel, you're back home. So are you like shoveling snow and stuff now for your parents? Just, exactly. Like you came just in time. You came just in time to help shovel <laughs> exactly. snow for them. Exactamundo. They were like. I yeah, they left everything as if they knew. Like they were like, okay, the chovels outside right there, here's your bus, eh, take another pair of socks. But you know what? Okay, here's the deal. I look at everything so cyclical these days. Um, I'm here, I'm not close to the gym where I work out, so I wanted the physical activity, so I did it with open arms. I grabbed those two shovels and I'm like, let's get down mm. to business. And I was the only female on the whole block. I'm <laughs> looking around, I'm like, 
Where are all the Jewish ladies? Like, let's represent ladies. Hike those skirts up, take off them wigs, and grab a shovel here with me. But no, it was just me and all the Jewish men on the block. Um, and it was a lot of fun shoveling. I got some, you know, I did arms today, upper body. So I'm feeling no good about myself right now. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You know, and then, of course, I brought the kids outside and I gave them no more than 15 minutes. It is so it is so like unbearable out there right now. It's a blizzard. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, we heard hard. on the news there was um, a train that, that was stalled for like an hour. Oh, so imagine shit. imagine that shit, especially now where like you don't you kind of don't want to be around a lot of people for a long period of time, like strangers. So these people were stuck in a train for an hour. So, uh, oh, my God, that's a nightmare in New York torture that is, like, <laughs> those people are probably breathing like like little tiny breaths because you don't want to breathe in too many molecules of air because everybody's uh, like there oh my god it's so scary and even right now we're here in the background but i got like some snowmobile action in the background um <laughs> there's they're they're cleaning now on the street but it's a very loud rachel heard it so hopefully we don't hear it in the in the in the podcast but if you do hear a glimmer of, of a sound it's 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 they're they're cleaning the snow in my neighborhood. You wow. guys could blame Washington Heights. All the blame <laughs> uptown. Yo, but it's 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 audio quality, son. That's just all it is. I've become such an audio quality nerd. My bad. Wait, so I'm Rachel, sorry. were you were you playing in the snow? Because sometimes, you know, snow days are fun, especially with your kids. I had so much fun. <laughs> I <laughs> love. I love, I, I love, I, there's a video on my Instagram page. I saw it, I saw it, man. I saw trust it. fall into the snow. Um, <laughs> snow angel? Was, Any snow angels? I, I actually like snow devils better than snow angels. Diablo, so. eh, diablo. <laughs> yes, I do little snow devils with a little pitchfork with my fingers uh, and then horns. <laughs> uh, that shit's melted already. <laughs> yeah how about you guys did you play did you build any snowmen snow girls i don't know how does how do men play i did the, the ghetto where like you don't go out but you make little tiny ones on your like window ledge oh how cute yeah so you know i did i had little like miniature um but other than that yeah no i was like i'm not going out uh frank i'm, I'm pretty sure frank explored the city in like snowshoes and an anorak. How you know? I did my walk, man, by Riverside. I did it, man. Fuck it. He got I his high, it, he got his snow boots and I put fucking I, plastic, knew it. I, put, I put plastic bags on my shoes and I fucking I, did it. <laughs> I had to do it. Man. You probably got like a like a stick, like a hiking stick for just for snow days and shit. You and a compass. Like a, a like a waterproof compass or something. Rachel, I don't know if you know, like the city. You know this when you take a walk in the city when there's nobody around and it's silent. You ever you ever get you ever do those walks where there's no like almost nobody around and the city has like a totally different feel. It's freaky. Sometimes I do it on yes. my block on a snow day where I'll just go walk Apollo at one in the morning and just on my block. Right. It's always lit on my block and on a snow day, it's you could hear a snowflake drop. It's so yeah. eerie and creepy. The yeah. snow really keeps people inside, except for Dominicans. Let's just talk about that for a sec, okay? Because I've seen it, I've seen a pattern form, and I like to talk about these cultural things on this show. My take on it, because my mom has told me many a story of when she first came to this country and saw snow for the first time. Oh, she, yeah. she, she bugged out. 
You know, she was just like in the street, you know, catching the <laughs> shit in her eyelashes, her tongue, eating it, mixing yeah. it with cherry syrup and having one of those ices. Like, you know, it's, it's just like one of those things Dominicans, Dominicans wild out over. Is that your experience too, Frank? Yeah, I think Dominicans, I mean, people from hot climates, you, you know, you see it on, on TV and you see it, you know, on shows your whole life. So when you get over here, that's the first thing you want to experience is seeing snow. It's like it's magical and it's associated yeah. with Christmas also. So when people see it, it's just like I've seen a lot of Dominicans freak the fuck out when they see snow. For the yes! Christmas. Pictures the whole night on the snow. It's just it's like a party. They yeah, also yeah. don't they also kind of like when they do like winter activities like sledding, they kind of do it like in the wrong way. Like they'll take like garbage cans, <laughs> right. the, the top of garbage cans to sled, you know, they're like trying to ski on like, you know, they're yeah. trying to ski go on. cans of beans and shit. Like they I tape mean, them to their sneakers. Nah, that, baby, that's when times are hard. I used to take, we used to take our refrigerator doors and take them Stop. down to, River, I swear to God, we used to take refrigerator doors and take them down to like Riverside and hit some serious fucking hills. Wow. So sometimes it's economical, man. You know, times is hard, man. Yo, the Winter Olympics in the, in the Heights will be a completely <laughs> different, there'll be way different, way different events, way different events. I, I would love to see that. I, I feel like hookah, there'd be some sort of outdoor hookah sport. Yeah. I'm not sure what it is, like smoking hookah while playing hockey, maybe, or is that 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 what is it where the the shuffle thing that they have to get the puck across the thing and it looks like they're doing a lewd uh, act with a yeah yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I guess if you if you if you combine hookah and hockey, you playing hooky. Oh, yeah. oh. You know. Tú quieres jugar hooky? Let's go play hooky, brother. What's another? What's another game that would be in the Dominican uh, Uptown Olympics? Oh, man. Uh, have, well, snowball fighting, but snowball when you're not looking. You know what I'm saying? It's like, how many people <laughs> can you hit when, behind the, when they're walking away from you behind their Sneak back? Attack. Sneak attack. Sneak attack snowball Basically, fight. Sneak attack snowball yeah. fight. Definitely. Yeah. So on the next snow day, all right, if you want to have a unique experience, come up to the heights. Because, you know, we do it. We do it like nobody else does. Uh, Frank, what oh, you want to you want to talk about that? The heights right now is moving, man. Right now, uh, I don't know if you guys looked in the papers, bro. There's a big story coming out the heights uh, where there was a whole bunch of vaccines at the, the armory on 168. And uh, apparently people from out the uh, the city came and, you know, took up all the uh, appointments and took the vaccine shots. So. People are pissed off. It's all over the city right now. Yeah. So look, in our last episode, we were we were beefing me and especially me and Rachel about not being able to get appointments for our parents. And right. this story pops up that there's this big, like you said, Frank. For people that don't know, there's a huge ass armory. You know, there's like a track and field thing in this armory in the Heights, uptown. This should be for residents of uptown or the Bronx. Right. Um, and a lot of you know, non-ethnic people uh, <laughs> from the suburbs are popping up and they're, they're the ones getting the appointments. They're coming all the way up to the heights from their, you know, suburban neighborhoods. Um, and a lot of people are pissed off. Now, you know, on the one end of the spectrum, you can say like these people just were quick to the, you know, quick to get appointments, right? You got to be quick because everybody, everybody is on the same kind of Wi-Fi, right? It's like once an appointment <laughs> pops up, you got to be quick and make an appointment because right now the only way you can make one is is online. Um, I don't necessarily hate what they're doing, but I hate that there's no one kind of, you know, in the middle here saying, yo, you know, this is for the people in this neighborhood. 
and you're not in this neighborhood, so sorry, go somewhere else. And there's no one, there's no middle person there. There's mm. no bouncer. Where's the bouncer? Rachel, <laughs> where's the bouncer? Yeah, they should get all those, like, you know, nobody's clubbing. So get all those old bouncers from the clubs <laughs> and, and, and do the vaccine bouncing. Um, okay, look, I, I have a take on this. I have a take on that this. That sounds like a dance. Vaccine bounce. <laughs> do the vaccine bounce. <laughs> I do the vaccine bounce. Is that going to be the next challenge? Because guess what? Yours truly, yours truly may attempt this whole uh, red light challenge. I don't know. I'm uh, drawn to it. No. I already have... I have a concept for it, but anyway, and it's not going to be sexy. All right, look, um, don't expect. Uh, um, or maybe it will be a little. I don't know. Stay tuned to my Instagram. But I have a take on this, and you may not like it. Okay, okay guys? Ooh. You may not like this. Here's the thing. Okay, I'm experiencing this from the user standpoint, and I am logging on to the state website, to the city website, which then leads you to a million other websites because it's so disjointed and there's not one Grand Central Station for vaccination. It's really crazy that like, you know, you sign up and then it's like, yes, you are eligible. And now you're being redirected to the Rite Aid website on 18th Avenue in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. What? What like, the? Yes, but that's how it's happening. So I say all this to say, like, people, like you said, Jamie, when an appointment pops up, they don't care if it's in another borough. But there are people flying to Florida to get their vaccine. You mm -hmm. don't think they're going to take an Uber to the Heights? This is life or death yeah. for people, you know, in, in, and right now, like those people that are eligible for the vaccine, 65 plus, these senior citizens, you, I've never seen these old motherfuckers run so fast. You see them running, they're like, you know, jogging with their like walkers and yeah. shit. Like they want the vaccine and I make jokes, but like true talk, I still can't get a vaccine for my parents. And I wish this system was a little better ran, but believe you me, that if I got an appointment in fucking Staten Island and who the hell wants to go to Staten Island, I would take my mom there. I would drive there. I would put her on my back and run there. I'd ride a camel there. Like that's <laughs> where that's where we're at. Rachel, you so, take your you take your mom to the South Bronx to go get a vaccine shot? Okay. So funny you ask that because speaking of, if you go to these websites, specifically the state ran website where the armory is listed and where other hubs, vaccine hubs, why are all the hubs in the hood? Ooh. Why, why like airports, because you know, all airports are in the hood. Why mm. are all the vaccination hubs in the hood? My parents, okay, I'm in Sheepset Bay, Brooklyn. Um, and there, this was one of the hotspots. There are a lot of older people in this neighborhood. There is no vaccine hub anywhere close to this neighborhood. The closest one is in Coney Island, Coney Island Hospital or Lincoln High School, which is a few miles away, not a ways away, but just saying. Does anybody have an answer to this? Because I'm just curious and I'm speculating, but I think there's a pattern that has formed. Frank, uh, I'm looking I, at you. I'm looking I, at you. I, I know, nah, I, I, you know, I mean, I grew up in the Heights during the crack epidemic and um, there was an article that came out many years ago of uh, the hospital where I, where I live, Columbia University, having trial runs on crack, uh, people that took crack and crack babies. So hospitals usually are in like, you know, lower income areas where people take drugs and people have mental issues. So that's what I think the correlation is, guys. I mean, and if they if they did that because they didn't want, you know, people not that from the neighborhood to 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 get vaccines there it's not working because you know these white <laughs> these 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 older white people are like fuck it i'll go to the south bronx i don't care 
Well, well, well they'll travel Jamie, anywhere. They travel to like Sarajevo if they need to. Well, oh. people, uh, people, and, and, and talk about this. The, the Heights was the probably the the most uh, affected uh, COVID uh, area in in New York, like in terms of victims and what have you. So people are even more up in arms because of that. Yeah, so, but look, there's also, I mean, there's also the case of like a lot of minorities are not taking the the they don't want to take the vaccine at all for their own personal reasons. You know, um, and so that's an issue, too, that people are uh, dealing with, like they're not getting vaccinated because a lot of them don't want, even want to. So, um, mm. look, you know, the people that want to are going to do whatever it takes. You know, I mean, any, you know, you, you can't fault them for the for the hustle. But right. the, the, it's our people in charge, the leaders in charge, mayor, governor. Yes. And right now, yes. New York, those two guys are like, you know, don't seem like the best men for the job. Um, but that's what we have and we got to deal with how they do things. And right now they're not doing, they're not, they, things happen and then they react to when they, everything F, Fs up in the city. And then they were like, oh, we're going to now do this. But it's like, y'all, it's already messed up. You already, you've been sleeping on the job. I don't know. Cuomo wrote a book about being the mayor in a, in a city, you know, and helping the, helping stop the coronavirus numbers, you know, making them lower. He wrote that book and before the shit ended, right? It's like they're still going strong. We're still happy. Isn't that a little happening. premature? Isn't that premature? Super no, premature. Like, okay, yeah. You know, it's basically the book is patting himself on the back when the thing is not gone. The coronavirus is still around. Businesses are dying. People are dying. Well, actually, that should have gone first. People are dying. <laughs> and then businesses yeah. are okay. dying. Order of importance. Okay. Um, and yeah. he was patting himself on the back with a, you know, with a freaking you know, for, so people could, you know, re critique him on a, in a book club, you know? So I don't, I don't know what's going on, but um, I do know. No wonder, no wonder that spray tan is popping because he's on book tour. Now it don't make sense. I was like, <laughs> yo, why his spray tan is, well, it's not like really popping because you can see the line where it ends, but pay attention next time. Just I mean, we, you, when we, everybody liked him, they thought his PowerPoints were cute. They were like, oh my yeah. God, I love his daily PowerPoint. Now it's like, yeah, I see yeah. his PowerPoints. I'm like, take that shit off, yo. <laughs> like I'm done with yeah. you. Like this shit ain't cute yo. anymore. People, are, yo, we need help. Yo, we need assistance. You're not helping us. Can the we elaborate on his powerpoints? Yo, <laughs> wait, Frank. I know where you're going, but like some of his powerpoints are so dramatic. Like the slide will have three words on it. Yeah. Wear your mask. Look, Como. I don't know, Como. You did this powerpoint. Um, pero déjame decirte que you don't need you don't need the whole slide for three words, and you don't need to make that dramatic point. Like next slide. Yeah. You need to wear your mask. Wear your mask. <laughs> you're gonna Next have slide. to wear. You're gonna have to take two vaccines, and then it's, a, it's just it's a PowerPoint with the numbers one and two. You see, <laughs> two vaccines. There's one, and then there's two. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm an adult. Speak to me right. like. But when when we all loved him, it was like, oh my god, I love how he's like simplifying everything for us. <laughs> Rachel, and the then, chicks love him. The chicks love him too, man. Frank. The chicks love a guy with a nipple ring. What can I tell you? <laughs> it's a fact. Ask around. Ask around. It's just, yeah. And the way he talks, he's, you know, he's a no-nonsense kind of guy. What? And that's... You want to write a best-selling book, Cuomo? Talk about your nipple rings, all right? And your spray tans. And yeah, your spray tans, okay? <laughs> We're going to give out free nipple rings to everybody that comes out for a vaccine if you want to, okay? 
Uh, probably told the guy, you could give me the vaccine right in my other nipple because I'm used to the pain. <laughs> so go ahead and just put the needle through there. And do me a favor, put an earring in it when you're done. Uh, Thanks. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. well, that's that. I guess now it's time for Bolchicha Bites. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bolchicha Bites. Um, what's up, y'all? Hey, Jamie, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? What's going on? What's going on? Get a gentleman. How's everything? Really good to see you. Pretty good. Yep. Pretty good. Um, R.I.P. We we found out that Screech from Say by the Bell passed away. Yeah! Wow! Oh, bendito from cancer. Yo, I mean, you got cancer's cancer's no joke. Um, yeah. So and also um Cicely Tyson. Yes. Mm. Wow. Rest in peace and icon. We don't, we don't usually kind of shout out when people like celebrities die. We feel like it's too much of a downer. Yeah. But for some reason, I thought like Screech was the was the time to <laughs> to break that. <laughs> it's like as a say by the Bell fan, I was like, you know what? We gotta mention Screech. Yeah. Away. And there's been so I many other that. people that passed away during our show <laughs> that like we never really acknowledge. And it was like, yo, Screech is the time to do it. Um, and also, says we lived through that era. I mean, Saved by the Bell was my go-to. What was it? Saturday mornings on Channel Eleven or yeah. whatever it was. Like. That was my Saturday morning. Saved I, by the I think bell. we're reaching the age where like people from our generation, when they pass away now, it's like, now you know how your parents felt when like old actors passed away. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. Yeah, That's a really good point. Yeah. Now you're like, damn, I grew up with, I grew up on that show. You know what I'm saying? So. Jamie, did you identify in, in all the characters on Saved oh, by the Bell? Oh, I was about identify? to say, did you identify with Screech? I thought you were going to say that shit. <laughs> Did you? Did no, you? but I thought Frank was gonna ask that. I was like, really, Frank? Thanks. <laughs> Yo, did you identify with Screech and shit? And it's like, you know, him being a clown and shit. Uh... <laughs> no, Frank. No. Actually, I didn't. So I didn't. Every anybody in Say by the Bell. They went to like a high school and like, and they had a re- they they they. It was like a, a a high school that had no, you know, um violence and there was no no threat of anything everybody was just kind of like wearing and i went to catholic school so i couldn't wear the clothes that i would want to wear i had to wear the uniform and they were wearing mm. you know they were wearing fucking like jeans and stonewashed jeans, stonewashed the jeans. cool stuff yeah. ac slater was wearing a lot of like you know the tank tops uh, which yeah I and the z z cavariccis z cavariccis you know? um they they hung out the max you know what I'm saying? i hung out the bodega oh, yeah you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. It's not the same. It's kind of like I tried to make it like the same, but I didn't really relate. I didn't really relate. Um, but I love the show. I mean, Saved by the Bells is a classic, but just wanted to shout that out. You know, our, our, you know, rest in peace and, and all that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, R.I.P. Screech. No doubt. Screech. Um, guys, we were talking about, you know, we keep talking about things revolving around the virus. But hey, this is the world today. Um, yep, yep. But the Super Bowl is this week. Hmm. And the CDC, it is it is. Who yeah. knew? Yeah. I actually almost forgot. Loop, I, had to, I had to like look it up. I'm like, when's the Super Bowl? Oh shit, it's this week. Oh, Tom, uh, Tom Brady's in it, dude. Come on, Tom Brady at age Mahomes, 58 man. at age 58 is going. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the CDC, 
you know, they're warning football fans not to cheer, sing, or shout during Super Bowl parties. Dang. Stop the spread of COVID. So, oh, come on. There's going to be a lot of quiet Super Bowl parties this year. People just wow. watching very quietly in their couch, <laughs> you know, non audibly cheering. I, I guess you can clap. I guess you can clap. Um, mm. Wow. I don't know if clapping might get annoying after a while you know if all so you have to refrain from cheering too much verbally i'm assuming yeah because you know that all any type of spit saliva you know right is gonna right, be, right. you know if you're eating the nachos you know yeah be very you know watch where you're watch where you're eating them nachos don't eat into somebody's right. face because then that should i would nachos. i would beg to say that on any typical super bowl that that's where the most flying particles of food come out of people's mouths because I've seen it. You know, there's a there's a play that happens in the middle of a nacho bite or or a pig in a blanket bite or, or a wing suck. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden it's like bite. Oh, you know, of course. Like, Food particles are going to come flying out. Sauce specimen. Who wants to be around that shit? All I'm saying is, if it's going to be a silent Super Bowl, welcome to what my life has been for the last, I don't know, 20 years. <laughs> I'm there on my cell phone just wondering, when am I going to get the TV back? Like, when when are one of these people going to score a home run so I could just watch my stuff? <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like the most that I would cheer or have an, uh, any sort of, like, you know, audible emotion is when I'm watching the commercials, you know? Uh, really like, oh, yeah, those are good. Yeah. Sometimes they'll make me laugh or sometimes it's like a movie thing where it's like, yo, they're making another Black Panther. What the fuck? You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> you start bugging out and then, you know, spit goes everywhere and everybody's like, yo, Jamie, relax. <laughs> Easy. <You're> easy. <sighs> so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess you just got to be careful. I mean, they also recommend... You know, other than clapping, you can stomp your feet, which m won't make my neighbors happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Not in the city, man. Or That's use oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. handheld noisemakers, which I what? don't know if, if I kept any oh. from New Year's. Oh, yeah, but I don't... yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. um, so, yeah, I mean, Frank, are you watching a Super Are you a Super Bowl guy or? Oh, yeah, sure. I watch it every year. I watch it uh, usually in my friend's house. We uh, He lives in a basement and we just chill down there like, you know. This year, maybe with the COVID, I don't know, but we usually all watch it together, like 20 guys, and, you know, we chill, we hang out. I don't know, maybe we use a little social distancing and, you know, force yourself to wear two masks, so we probably wear two masks. Maybe three, I don't know. Yeah, just, you know, a face guard, two masks, right. face guard, um, and I think you should be fine. And maybe a football helmet. Right. Good <laughs> idea. Yeah, right. Hello, like, you're watching football, so a football helmet would actually be pretty useful to, you yeah. know, to stop the spread of very COVID. method yep. very, very method. method. That, that definitely protects you for sure yeah okay uh, oh, yeah. i just can't believe we're here like i remember you know wanting to be in that first row at a broadway play because as an aspiring actor i want the saliva of my favorite actor to like fall <laughs> onto my chin like that was one of the best things when you got a front row ticket to a broadway show you're like i'm gonna get saliva on i'm gonna get saliva on you know what i'm saying and now it's like damn no more stranger saliva it sucks I remember you were very excited when you went to go see Evita and you had all that Ricky Martin saliva on you. Wow. Oh, I didn't I didn't wash my face for a week. <laughs> it was so much fun. I was inspired. It's like, oh, it's amazing to get saliva on by your favorite actor <laughs> or singer. <laughs> you know? Oh 
my god. Um, okay. So next by um Peter. Well, we were talking, this is good because we were talking about animals last week. We went off into a whole kind of animal conversation. I think mm-hmm. Frank uh on Frank's um on news that week. But um, this is an animal story too. <laughs> Peter calls is calling on humans to denounce animal insults like chicken or pig. Oh man. Um, you know, because it, 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 you know, they're, they're call, they they think that calling someone an animal as an insult reinforces the myth that humans are superior to other animals and justified mm-hmm. in violating them. So stand wow. up for justice by rejecting supremacist language. Dang. What is happening, Peter? So you can't call a, a girl bit, a little bit much. So you can't call a girl a chicken head anymore. I'm assuming. Oh well, I don't know if that was. <laughs> I think that uh... was already canceled. Maybe I think. <laughs> I don't know about I that, think... but. I think maybe like a chicken one day said to Peter, like, look, I'm not even scared. So why do people call other people chicken when they're scared or acting like P-U-S-S-Ys? Because I've never actually seen a chicken afraid. Have you? I was, why, were you why were you, a, uh, why were you a, like a member of the Sopranos in that, in that, in that example? I don't know. Because what, chicken? You calling me a chicken? Why? You think I cluck? How do you think an unafraid chicken would sound, Jamie, in your comedic head? To me, I went mafia. I went mafia chicken. That's that's uh, where I went. Okay, guys, look, there. Peter is not just telling you to stop using these words, right? They're 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 telling you alternatives. Okay, so I'll give oh, you some alternatives. Um, yeah. So instead of using coward, uh, instead of using chicken, you can use right. coward. Coward. Which has the word but cow in it. Cow. Cow. Yeah. It <laughs> I don't know if they I don't know if they figure that if they realize that, but it does have the word cow in it, but it's not cow. Okay, so that's weird. Um, yeah. Uh, instead of some calling someone a rat, that's very mafia. If they're calling someone a rat, you call uh, them a snitch. Wow. Oh, so rat bastard is out. That's yeah, not even snitch right. bastard. Damn, I love rat or bastard. Snitch, snitch bitch. Snitch bitch. Yeah, Don't you be a can't snitch use bitch. Pick- yeah, you can't use pigs no more either. No more pigs. You can't use what? pigs. What? You can't yeah. use so pigs. They say when the cops come. Um, for pig, repulsive. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've met many, very many cop friends, and I don't yeah, call yeah, them yeah, pigs. Yeah, yeah, chill, um, chill. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they. Peter says use the word repulsive instead of pig. Repulsive. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Um, and also, instead of snake, call them a jerk. A jerk. Yeah, instead of hmm. snake. Okay. Um, okay. You know, I like um, that. I'll swap out snake for jerk. That's fine. Yeah. Is horny can still horny still be used? Because it's not you're not saying an animal name, but it's, uh, you know, most animals have horns. So maybe if I were a toad. (laughs) Yeah. If I were a toad and I heard you say that to some girl like, oh, I'm horny. I'd be like, fuck you, man. You know, fuck you. (laughs) What do you think? I just walk around having sex with other toads all day. I have a life. I read. So think twice if you next time you go to the Bronx Zoo, think twice before you use this language. All right, because people are gonna people are gonna, in the Bronx Zoo, they're probably gonna be like, do not say the P word, do not say the P word, okay? And, oh, and don't make fun. Okay, oink oink, that's derogatory. You do not yes. oink oink. You're making fun of the way they speak. It's like what the yeah. fuck? They're animals. Leave me alone. Wow. Yeah, and and hey, hey, Peter, not for nothing. What are the animals saying about us? 
Okay? What you know? did they say to let us behind our backs before we all stop all this language, you know? Oh, what are those old school toys where like you 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 twist them around and they, they have a cow goes moo. Oh, the sensei. Sensei is sensei problematic now? Like, you know? Oh, shit. Because you can yes. easily kind of like do the wrong thing with that. And it's like, not all cows say moo. Right. Maybe, I say, say you know. mo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you uh, very much. <laughs> but look, so yeah, you know what? We all gotta be careful with the way we speak now, even with even around animals. Oh, they're so sensitive. Frank, when you're in the dog park now, when you're in the dog park, watch your watch your words. I will. I definitely will, Jamie. Because um, I know you used to have, you know, um, RIP to your to your to your um, Mimsy. The Mimsy, yeah. But My I pit. You- I used to bring to the dog park and cause commotions all over the heights. And when, yeah, you and- gotta be careful, Peter. Right now, nowadays, they're very particular about you. You know, were people, people the- tell? Did people tell you how to how to raise your dog? Well, I had an instant one time where I was in a dog run. I used to walk away from my dog. I used to put him in the dog run. He was such an athletic dog. He would jump over like a five-foot uh, fence. And one time I walked away and one of these PETA guys saw me and he claimed that I was leaving my, I was abandoning my dog inside the, the, the dog run. And he followed me all the way to my house. And I went inside my building with my dog. My dog jumped out and he followed me. And he actually called the cops and he saw me two, three days later. He was actually accusing me of abandoning my dog. So I know I know these guys there, these PETA people, they're very serious. Well, we don't very know. Serious. We don't know for sure if he worked for PETA, but he has PETA uh, vibes, vibes. <laughs> <laughs> he has a PETA sensibility. <laughs> That's so, Wait, funny. so your dog, but your dog sounds like Lassie and shit, like jumping over. Was that just like a thing that you and your dog kind of, it was understood? Like, it was like, I'm going to leave you here and you're going to run and you're going to jump over the fence and, and, and catch up with me. Is that just, was that just like a unsaid kind of agreement you and your dog had? Well, I mean, you know, pits, man. I mean, back in, I mean, I used to put my pit to, to you know, bite fucking ropes and t- tear sofas apart and jump over eight foot, you know, gates. Back in the days, we used to train pits. So I trained my pit, man. My pit was no joke. My dog would rip up a sofa, like a three, you know, three person sofa, like in maybe three minutes. I put wow. an instant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, back in the days, that's what we used to do with the pit. So my pit was athletic, man. He would jump over eight, nine foot fence like nothing. Wow. You know, you needed them back then in the heights, man. The heights was rough. So you needed a pit, you know? Well, you know what? Shout out to your canine American. I don't know <laughs> if we can call them dog anymore. So. Uh. <laughs> oh my god and next there's going to be canine american history month before oh you know my it. God. there's a lot of hero dogs out there right i mean the taco bell chihuahua lassie toto from wizard of oz toto. <laughs> yeah toto. Um, my called him toto. Oh, man. that was his yeah. name toto <laughs> all right well is that Toto, is that all your bochicha bites? <laughs> what? Wait. Is that all your, are we done with bochicha bites? <laughs> yeah, Doc? we're done. We're Toto? done. We're done. We, I can't, great. you know, I can't, um, you, you can't say anything after Toto. <laughs> okay. It's so Toto, Toto or bust. Toto or bust. Uh, that's the bites, y'all. That's the bites. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess that can only mean one thing. Now that bochicha bites wrapped, it's time for Frank Spiracy News. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hello! 
Hey, Hello, Frank. Frank. Hi, Frank. Hello. Hi, Frank. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? <laughs> good, Frank. Great. Doing good. We're doing great. Great. Guys, I got some good great. news. I got great. some I don't know fabulous news. I mean, you know. You do? Oh, yeah. The way, you know, being that, you know, we're just starting off the year, I want to talk about, you know, everything going forward. I found mm. out about this, you know, I always worry about, you know, what's going on in the future. And I found out about this place called the Doomsday Seed Vault. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. What? What is this place? The, what? what the hell? This, guys, this is where they store, like, just in case, just in case something happens in this world. This is where they store every single seed that's in the world in this actual vault. This place is up by Norway near the Arctic. All right, it's like 500, way, 500 miles from the Arctic. And they store every single seed. They, they consider this like a safe box. Like a, they, made, they name it the, a global backup. Just in case anything happens, any seed that you ever need from around the world is in this actual vault, guys. It's amazing. So we're talking like flower seeds, anato seeds, yes. like spices. Everything. Sesame Every seeds. Yes. Sesame seed bagels. Yes. Good one. Guys, 146 countries got together and they said, you know what, just in case anything ever happens, we need to have this vault that houses every single seed in the world, just in case of like climate change. This thing, guys, this thing could withstand a nuclear like blast. That's how powerful it is. Okay. Wow. This thing is like really that powerful. Like this, it, it, I mean, you have 140 different types of wheat, uh, you have 150,000 different samples of rice in this thing. This thing is that powerful. And by the way, guys, all the seeds are non-GMO. So mm. they're original seeds, okay? That's how amazing it is. But guys, there's something really weird about this place, okay? Uh -huh. Since it's 500 miles away from the Arctic, what do I always tell you guys is in the Arctic? The Northern Lights, right? Right. Northern yeah. Lights, yes. When you see the matrix, guys, and you see those numbers in the green, on the screen at the beginning, that is the Northern Lights. That's what it represents. And what's really weird about this place is that at the front of this Arctic, um, you know, doomsday uh, uh, place, they have artwork in front of it, okay? On the roof of the vault, on the entrance, it's with mirrors and highly, highly reflective stainless steel. So you can see it from the outside. So it reflects the actual Northern Lights and the sky. That's what's really mm -hmm. weird. And it, it was done by, uh, by an artist named Devaiki Sane. And the name of the, art, of, of the art is called Perpetual Repercussion. So it's so weird. And this thing sticks outside a mountain, okay? And then it goes inside the mountain. So just in case the, cool, the, the, the refrigerating system ever goes down, it's inside the mountain, so it's cool. And they said that even if the, anything goes down and, and a catastrophe happens, this thing can last for like, the seeds will last for another 500 years. It's amazing, guys. Wow. We'll be okay if anything ever happens. We'll, we'll be all right. I, I feel good you, after I You told. think we'll be okay? We'll have a lifetime supply of sunflower seeds and you're okay with that? I and, mean... And, and, and I mean, they got every seed, like marijuana plants. They got every single seed. They got the oh. gum that you like. Oh, so we'll be they okay. The gum that you like. They have everything there. You'll be all right. I believe in, I, um, I believe in spreading your seed. So as much as you ah. can. Oh, yeah? yeah? Wow. How many? How many do you think you should have? Or how many... Seeds should you spread? Just you know, every, every like a, you know, every area code basically. You know. Oh. Okay. I've got seeds, seeds in different area codes. You hear that song? 
<laughs> yes, yes, of course. I mean, I love when you quote Ludacris. Uh, <laughs> Ludacris is a wise old rapper, that yeah. Ludacris. Yo, that sounds very Latino, uh, spreading your seed, man. Yeah, right? I mean... Wow. I mean, so to sum to sum it up, like, wh what do you think? What's this whole seed? Should, well, there have, a, should there be like a seed convention over there? Like, you know, that well, like Comic Con, no, no, Seed no, Con. No. This goes deeper, guys. This by, boring, by, guys. <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell you what. This thing is. It goes deeper. You know who really funds this at the end of the day? The Rockefellers and the Bill and Melinda Foundation. And people are saying mm -hmm. this goes into you know. Right now, Bill Gates with the ID 2020. I talked to you guys about that last year. Bill Gates is really ahead with this vaccine thing right here. And he's not even in the medical field. Guys, this guy's controlling perhaps the food source going into the future. Okay? If anything ever happens, they're saying that with, within him having that control of the food uh, and the seeds, he could have control of, like, what we get vaccinated with and what kinds of foods and when we get, you know, fed or what have you. He may control the food source. The food source going down the road, guys. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, just so in case, guys, I mean, we have this, you know, we have this food vault. There's some others around the world, but this one is like full, you know, foolproof. Like the the security around it is, you know, high end. This place, you can't even walk to it. It's so it's so uh, it's so desolate that you have polar bears running around in front of the place. So no one can just like walk up on this place, guys. I have so many questions, okay? And uh, let me just plant this seed. So, um, hey, Rachel. <laughs> you know, and I say that a lot. Like, okay, so, all right, picture this. 2056, doomsday comes, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, first of all, who's going to be there to plant the fucking seeds? Like, I just want to know, okay, they'll be there, but I guess, I don't know what happens. Um, are there these, like master planters and botanists also being held in captive in this in this area 52 um well, of they're, the ones that, they're gonna probably control like the food sources and they, they even uh, gene manipulating some of these seeds and like you know you'll be able to like control the dna within the food which last week i talked about how it may control your dna for you know for transplanting animal organs into human beings so the actual food, which would be the seeds at the very beginning, you can manipulate them at the very beginning, which will change our DNA going forward. So uh, Bill and Melinda and the Rockefellers have, uh, you know, control of these seeds, guys. Is this in a, is this, was this built in a, in a, on a, on a CD part of town? Like, well, oh, it's a good one. Yeah. Well, very good. Uh, Jamie, Frank, proceed. Frank, you can proceed. Proceed. Okay. Yeah. By the way, guys, you can't know this thing. Uh, these countries all came together that if any, this agreement would, would be that if anything were to happen with all these nations, you can't attack this place. And it's in a very rural place where no ships or almost any roads go to. So it's an agreement within all the nations. This place will survive anything, even an actual nuclear, natural climate change, anything. This place will survive, guys. All the seeds, all the seeds are planted in this place. Wow. It's yep. The things we find out on uh, Frank Spiracy News. Oh yeah, and I got a better one. I'm going down the future. I'm going to I'm going to talk about a place that's just like this for data. For all the data that we've you know we've acquired through the '50s, there's an actual place like this that has that stores almost all the data that we have, just in case anything ever happens. All our data, almost all our data is put in somewhere in the Arctic, which I'm going to touch on in the future, where most of our data, just in case anything ever happens, is stored. 
just so anybody else could run into it and you know we don't lose this part of history wow oh yeah wow. frank you're just it's mind-boggling and by the way just to tease the listeners a little we do have confirmation on a very special guest that will dictate the i think tone of the episode with you uh, I'm not going to say his name, but he's mm. kind of the ma the master of the flat earth theory. Oh, man, I can't wait, guys. I That's going to be a good one, guys. Oh. Just so you know, I'm not we're not at, <laughs> we're not um, saying we're pro flat earth. We're just hearing what this guy has to say about it. But, uh, right. you know, I think I think most of us know are aware that the, the earth is round. A triangle. Th this wait, guy. What? Oh, OK, maybe not. We all think that the earth is different shapes. <laughs> But this guy's gonna, he's gonna talk about why he thinks it's flat, right? I think the flat earth theory is, yeah. you know, you know, we, um, who's the basketball player? Oh, uh, uh, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie he Irving. When he right. started talking about that, everybody started clowning him on Twitter. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a theory that a lot of people are believe. So, right. Um, yeah. This, I, this particular guest is like a big proponent of it. He's like a big speaker and well known speaker of it. And we're gonna we're gonna hear him out. We're gonna hear it's gonna him be out. It'll be fun. Yeah, guys, I'm gonna be like a kid in, in a candy store. I I I just can't wait, guys. So bring your globe. You have to see Frank's face right now. He's like <laughs> bubbling with energy right now. It's so exciting. All right, thank well, you. Thank you. That's a fake news right. for this week, guys. Thank you. All right, let's shift to que lo que, shall we? All right. <laughs> Okay, mi gente, it is now time for Que Lo Que Es. So, yo, Jaime, Que Lo Que What up? And much love to la gente at Yero.com, the lifestyle and news platform for Latino men. It's that time of year. Um, Super Bowl 55 goes down this weekend, y'all. I mean, we were talking about it earlier. Um, Super Bowl, that's 55. It's a lot of Super Bowls. Wow. Um, the big game always brings some type of escándalo, you know. Mm -hmm. So visit Yellow.com to peep the biggest Super Bowl scandals of all time ahead of Sunday's game. Uh, that's a lot of scandals. 55 scandals to be exact, maybe. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you, Yero. Check them out. Also, um, just go to my Instagram, J Ferns at Instagram or J underscore Ferns at Twitter. If you just want to be around, if you just want to hear from me or see me, go there. All right. Yeah, you're entertaining. You're and uh, hey, enough about me. What about Frank? Yo, I want to give a big shout out to La Factoria. Uh, uh, Factoria is like a production. I, 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 I'm assuming like uh, head off the office with uh, Tommy mm -hmm. Pena and Ivan and Brenda. Well, it, it basically looks like a straight up pilot. You know, the production value is is great, and um, it's a big cast. And it looks it you wouldn't know it wasn't the, it wasn't the office. It's like right. the office with Latinos, um, which is a great concept, and our very own. Rachel Aloca was also the pilot, the first episode, right? Yeah. Yes. I'm actually really honored like to have been invited. We shot it, I think it was two years ago in New Jersey. And I remember walking in and meeting some of these Instagram influencers for the first time, some of whom I call my dear friends today. That was the first time I met Black Rose. Mm. And now she's like in my top five. Like, you know, that's yeah, yeah. one of the ride or dies. Um, and I was also amazed and 
just blown away by the talent all around me that day while shooting La Factoria because it was just like everywhere you looked, every corner of this big warehouse that we were in, people were like, yo, let's shoot a skit. Yo, real quick, you stand over there, I'm gonna pretend I'm your man, and then you're gonna do some crazy <laughs> shit. I was like, oh my God, everybody, everybody in here is producing content right now as we wait before the cameras roll. So anyway, I just wanna shout out everybody involved, but um, I play corporativa, so I play the corporate, woman who comes to like check in and make sure the office is running smoothly and she's condescending and cocky and it's so much fun um but i gotta shout out everybody on that production like we as comedians you know we're we're watching each other grow and it feels so good to just have been along for this journey and watch people like Ivan Manito and Tommy and Diespinal and Brenda like these are people that we've had on the show that we've got on their shows that we've played softball with that we hang out with that we call friends that are now writing pilots getting them funded so shout out to Digital Bodega that funded the project and put it up for them um and there's so many other other very talented people, uh, Scarlett, uh, uh, Scarlett, uh, Mr. Nueva York, mm -hmm. uh, Rafizi, yeah. Cello, Edwin, um, Black Rose, I mentioned, wow. Wow. Tahiri, D Nasty, Dominican Tahiri's Problems. In, Tahiri, Tahiri's in it, yes. It's wow. really uh, just quite an amalgamation of Dominican talent. And like, as soon as I heard the intro song of The Office on a merengue rhythm, <laughs> on a merengue beat, it just felt right. Because, yeah. yo, here's something else I was talking about. Like, I know, I'm sorry if I get long-winded sometimes, but um, now that I was talking, something else I was thinking about is like, you guys, I'm not alone when I say you've been in these kinds of offices, right? Where there's nothing but Latinos working there. Right. <laughs> this right. exists in, in different, you know, whether it's like shipping, logistics, a magazine. I worked in a Latino magazine. Everybody was Latino, like in the office, every, and, and it's what I saw. Like, it was just like, um, you know, this show is obviously exaggerated and whatnot, but it is definitely representative of what it's like to be in this Latino office environment. <laughs> and shout They're out. They're so funny. Shout out. I, I had a web series way back in the day that Rachel was also in called Work Jerks. Yes, I was, was thinking also about Latinos that. in an office. And I think yes. this was even before the American office came out. So yep, yep. Oh. I was ahead of my I was even I was ahead of my time. Um, yes. And the 10 people that saw it thought so as well. Now, man, I went to the opening <laughs> of that, man. I went to your yes. opening, bro. Oh I my remember. God, Work Jerks. Work Jerks was so yes. much fun to shoot. Yes. That was like legit one of the best times of my life. We like, shot that when we were all uh, 13 years old. <laughs> no, no, but we were young and it was like a very- We were mad young. <laughs> wow. You have, it's online somewhere. So if you guys really want to see like Jamie's hair wild, um, although no, you were like pretty boyish at the time, weren't you? For Work yeah, Jerks. Yeah, I had like, yeah. I mean, I had the tape up. I had the tape up. Mm -hmm. style. Um, I don't even know where it's somewhere online, maybe, but like in the you have to go to the dark web to watch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, but like get to back getting back to La Factoria real quick. I will say a challenge, and you know, I keep it real here. It's a Spanish language uh mm. sitcom. Right. So everything was in Spanish, and I was like, oh no, like my Spanish is 
And before that, I, I yeah. saw you because I didn't know you were in it. I was watching it. Um, I saw you pop in and I was like, I was actually interested to, <laughs> to see you go full Spanish because I was like, because <laughs> everybody else speaks Spanish. And then you come in. I'm like, are you going to have the only English like, can, like <laughs> is, is you the only one going to do English dialogue? And no, you did the Spanish. I was like impressed. <laughs> I don't know. I really hope that there is more to come on that. You know, I would love to jump on the writing on that, too, because I love the character, that corporate because I know her mm. so well. Yeah, yeah. Um Anyway, so shout out to Pacquiao and everybody. They're doing big things. Oh, yes. and if you want to see it, it's on YouTube. Just go to their YouTube channel, La Factoria TV. All right. Okay, I guess it's my turn. I'm all silent. I guess I was just moved. I'm, I'm very moved by this episode today, by the way. Just a lot of entertainment and inspiration. Uh, E&I is what I like to call it. Okay, so I just want to say thank you to all the listeners. Um, please follow me at Rachel La Loca. It's R-A-C-H-E-L. I'm not an A-E-L-er. I know you know her, but I'm an E-L-er, okay? So R-A-C-H-E-L, La Loca. And also follow us at, yep, at We Are Latinos Out Loud. Check out our website. We got one of those. We got the Twitters. We got the Grams. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got all of that. The Grams and the Kilos. So follow us. We are Latinos Out Loud. Have a wonderful day or night. And check us out next week because that's what you do. And we love you for it. So on that note, we out. Guys, the Super Bowl is this weekend. I'm so excited. Yeah. Is it? This weekend already? Rachel, come on, man. You got to keep up with the times. Yeah, it's this weekend. And I'm more excited than normal because I just stacked my fridge with my new favorite drink. What is it? What is it? Bud Light Lemonade Seltzer. Wow. Oh, of course. Yes. Hello. Yes. Yeah, you know, this is my drink right now, y'all. I'm telling you, first of all, it's light and refreshing like a seltzer, but it's also packed with lemonade flavor, Yeah. which I love. You know I love it. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm looking at my fridge right now, and I got a bunch of flavors here. Check it out. I got original. They have black cherry, strawberry, and peach. So, you know, the variety pack. And Frank, you're looking at me. I know you're also a Bud Light Seltzer fan. Jamie, I love Bud Light Seltzers. Right, right now, I'm watching my figure, yeah. okay? You know, the holidays just passed by, and I'm watching my figures. Dale. These Epa. only have 100 calories per, and I love it, guys. It keeps Woo. me... And they're gluten-free, y'all. And they're gluten-free. Wow! Rachel, yes. what are your thoughts? I know you're not going to probably watch the Super Bowl, but what are your thoughts on this drink? Well, I'll tell you what my thoughts are. First of all, I got my 12-pack delivered, and you what? can get yours delivered, too. That's right. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. So now that I'm camped out here in my parents' house for a few weeks, I decided to bring my 12-pack with me for my mom and I to partake. And my mom, by the way, we've just established this tradition of me bringing a certain treat or libation every week because she doesn't get out. She's not shopping, and so that includes her not going to the liquor store or supermarket. So this week, when I brought my 12 pack of Bud Light Lemonade Seltzer. I swear, her eyes glistened like the bubbles in the seltzer. (laughs) (laughs) So we popped our cans last night, and I already enjoyed a black cherry and a strawberry, and they were both so delicious and refreshing Mm -hmm. at the same time. Wow, so Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade is a drink you can watch with your friends at the Super Bowl, and also a drink you can share with your mom. Yeah, it's perfect. Exactly. And you guys, speaking of the Super Bowl, if you want to laugh, Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade just launched their Super Bowl spot uh, Thursday, the 28th. 
um, okay. of January. So it's already out. Um, check out the Super Bowl spot um, on the Bud Lights YouTube page. Uh, right. And that's pretty funny. But basically, this is going to be a good one. I don't know about the game, but I know I'm going to be I'm going to be pleased with my, you know, Bud Light seltzer lemonade. No that's doubt. right. Bold, bubbly and packed with lemonade flavor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, I think she's already had a couple of, of seltzer lemonades already. That um, is accurate. That is accurate. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Bud Light. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.